Hello everybody and welcome to The Power Supply, your weekly digest of technology with your hosts George Bakazi and Ziyang Tse. Today we will have our guest Aristo. Yep, that's me. Let's have a show. Today we will be discussing artificial intelligence has found a solar system like ours, how Minecraft brought down the internet, how AOL changed social media, and the phone drone. So, on how artificial intelligence has found a solar system like ours, uh, NASA's Kepler Space Telescope and using AI has discovered a solar system with as many planets as our own. And now, so our solar system is tied for the most number of planets around a single star, the sun. So, um, do you know exactly how the, uh, the AI found this? So, normally there, um, there were too many, there was too much data for, uh, scientists to examine it all. Yeah. However, the AI selected the strongest signals, yeah. which are, um, most likely to be real planets mm-hmm. and to have it receive the most attention. Okay. All right. And so, uh, how how big exactly is this thing, like numbers, number wise? So, like our solar system, there are eight planets around this, uh, the Kepler ninety i, and um, it's uh, a rocky planet like Earth, but yeah. it is it is not hospitable to life because the average temperature, as calculated by scientists, is around eight hundred degrees uh, Fahrenheit, which is as hot as Mercury. The oh closest wow! Okay, so no chances of uh, any any human. Human settling there at, uh, at some point, yeah. I guess you could say. And so how far away is this exactly? This is really far away. I don't know the exact number, but it's uh, light years away. Okay. But like, what makes this discovery mo- the most interesting is not um, what they discovered, but how they discovered it. Yeah. But like, using AI, they discovered something out of 150,000 planets. Like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And looking onto the future and the big picture, AI could might e- uh, be used to search specifically for more earth, more earth-like planets mm-hmm. which have been proven extremely difficult to pin down. So that's really interesting. I I think it's like I I wish I could like find out more about how how this works. I I bet it's like really complicated though, but it's um, like finding a needle in a uh haystack. Oh, okay. So did it take a lot of time for them to find this? Yeah, so it was a hard uh, process. Google software engineer Christopher Shalou, he uh heard about the Kepler space telescope and how it collected so much data that it was impossible for uh, scientists to examine it all. Okay. And so he decided to, with the help of the Google AI, they combined the technologies and uh, found this new solar system. Okay. And uh, the Kepler Space Telescope, uh, which was launched in 2009, yeah. is also extraordinary because it has already scanned some like 150,000 stars. And its data helped confirm the existence of 2,500 faraway worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to <clears throat> add something, if we haven't found life yet with this extremely efficient way of looking for yeah. life, do you think we're even looking for something remotely possible? Of I think we're just scratching the surface. This AI technology is extremely new. It just yeah. came out like within the past week. Mm-hmm. And as they are able to refine it and expand the... Uh, capabilities of this AI technology, yeah. I think uh, the Earth would... You think would, it'll, it'll yeah. result in some kind of discovery? Yes. And also, um, a, a few a few episodes ago, we were talking about um, 
this uh, project where they were sending messages into space, you know, looking for an answer. And uh, I don't know, like, it looks like we have started, you know, more and more looking for, like, signs of uh, existence, like, in, in life out in space. Yeah. Well, the real limitation is the speed of light. Because by the time, there could be life out there. By the time our message, you know, it's going to be degraded by the time it gets there. Cause yeah. It'll be a signal so weak you won't even be able to hear it or sense but it. But if it were. But if it were to get yeah, there. If it were to get there. It would be tens of millions of light years maybe. Yeah. And then it would just... And then for and the then message to get back here. Back, yeah. If there were a message. If there were. Yeah. And adding on to that, if we were to have discovered a new planet that has life on it, how mm. would we get there? How would we send a message there? There's yeah. just so many questions that yeah. are left unanswered. Yeah. Like we don't know. It's just such a big process. Yeah. I mean, imagine sending a letter to your friend. Yeah. And then like... 4,000 years later, you get a response. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's, like, that's what you're doing. Like, yeah, basically. You're going to be dead, like, four generations. Yeah. Like, And as far as we're concerned, you know, in our, you know, small, quote-unquote small, like, like what we know so far, there's no, there are no signs of life. So if anything, it's going to be somewhere very, very far away. And that, again, that brings the point of the light years and, and the timing and everything. So uh, Yeah, like, we're really oblivious to what's going around on the... Yeah world however however just a few weeks ago we didn't know that there was a solar system that had eight planets around it yeah, yeah. so like there's new discoveries each day and yeah. then our um knowledge about the world is just increasing i think yeah. this curiosity for for the search of life is really is really boosting the our our thinking of the universe you know we all thought like 10 years ago that Mars had aliens and, yeah. Like, yeah. We all, and now we're realizing no maybe that's not yeah not a not very true but, but I, th I think we're getting closer you know yeah. with all these new new discoveries and and such i think it's very interesting and uh, i'd like to see where where we get with this where we go with this and um what it comes to yeah so uh i think uh we can move on to our next topic uh how minecraft brought down the internet Zion, would you like to uh, introduce that so just recently last friday um the uh court in anchorage found three teens guilty of just hacking into everything <laughs> hacking so, everything okay yeah. so would you like to uh t tell me a bit how this like started off what, oh, yeah. what it started out i'll, I'll provide some background so last year in france um the ovh the telecom provider the main yeah. telecom provider yeah. was hit by a ddos yeah. a distributed denial of service yeah. attack hundreds of times larger than most of its kind okay and then a month later the internet as a whole slowed down or stopped entirely for the for nearly the entire eastern U.S. because DIN, yeah. the tech company that acts as the, and I quote, the internet's backbone, came under a devastating cyber attack. Okay, so what, why, how, how did this cyber attack start off? What, what was this derived from? So, or, or, uh, it was from um, three college-age teens. Yeah. So, um, the, this cyber attack or this cy cyber software is called Mirai, and it was developed um, for Minecraft. Actually. Yeah, the game Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, they were um the teens ran a common scheme in the online gaming world where they used a VDOS, mm -hmm. uh, a network of malware infected zombies devices that could um use DDoS attacks. So basically, just to uh, troll other users on and uh, earn money. Yeah. It, so pretty money. much, you use other computers. You create a network of other yeah. computers. Yeah. And you use all that combined power to to overwhelm set, to the, overwhelm the server. The server, yeah. However, this uh, business, as their business grew, they uh, built a new botnet from the ground and yeah. they called it Mirai. Yeah. And it shocked the internet. Like, yeah. Was it too much for the internet to handle? And its own creators. Yeah. 
Researchers determined that it infected nearly 65,000 devices wow. within its first 20 hours okay. and yeah. doubled in size every 76 minutes, okay. building a sustained strength of between 200,000 and 300,000 infections. Wow. That's from three college students. That's crazy. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you infect one computer, that computer infects two computers, those two com- in, in computers three, infect four, in four, 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 and then yeah. boom, boom, yeah. it just keeps going. Yeah. And uh, Mariah wasn't like high level tech or like no. genius things. Yeah, it was, it was just like a, a good smaller idea. Thing. Like it was just a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like extremely good coding or anything, but they targeted a uh, cheap um, tech with poor security. Yeah, like in uh, Southeast Asia and South America, mm-hmm. and that's how uh, Mariah amassed its strength. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And so, um, what effects did this really have on like users? So like I said before, the crushing attacks, uh, attack against OVH sent more than uh, 145,000 infected devices against it. And until then, a large DDoS attack was considered to be, to be 10 to 20 gigabytes per second. The mm-hmm. Mirai attack was 901 gigabytes per second. Okay, so um, in the end, did these students, did they get in trouble for what they did? Or, yeah, uh... they uh, were caught. Recently, but yeah. uh, not recently, a while back by yeah. the FBI, and recently yeah. they uh, were prosecuted. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. However, uh, this was not the first time like teens and college students exposed key weaknesses in the internet. Yeah. So, uh, when has this happened before? Yeah, like back in 1988, Robert Morris, a Cornell student, uh, got into the Pentagon's com- computer network. The Pentagon? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, in 2000, uh, a Quebec teen uh, unleashed a concert from an Israeli contemporary. And in, uh, Kalka also turned a network of zombie computers against Yahoo, which completely shut Yahoo down. Wow. That, that was back in 2000. And so um, do companies have a hard time recovering from these, or is it just yeah, quickly? Uh, going back to the Mirai attack. Yeah. So um, after... Uh, struck OVH, it struck DIN yeah. and uh, paralyzed the entire eastern seaboard. Mm-hmm. And then um, they attacked an entire country, Liberia, which yeah. it effectively, effectively cut down the entire country from internet. Wow. Like, it could paralyze an entire country. Okay. Yeah. The frequency of these attacks uh, is not surprising to me because anyone can do this yeah. with a computer. With it, would it require and like an advanced, advanced like computer technology? You can learn to do any of this. Yeah. In a week. Through like YouTube. Through and stuff YouTube, like that. through searching on the internet. Yeah. You can figure out how to hide yourself throughout the internet. You can be in, you can be in the middle of Russia, but you're sitting in your basement these in Arizona. These guys are actually in Alaska because yeah. it's such a good place to exactly. uh, uh, carry out these attacks. Yeah. And what what are these people? What are they gaining from these things? What do they gain? What's Most what? of these people just do it for fun. A lot it's of these fun. hackers. Yeah. Or money. Or money. It's yeah. it's really just a game. You yeah. know, it's just a it's a way to amuse themselves. Amuse themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's but just... such a dangerous game. Like uh, even though like this saga is over. Yeah. The Marista lives. There's like significant risk. That has continued because the open source code yeah. has been repurposed by new actors, new criminals, and all these new updated versions are still out there. Yeah. Like, Mirai could uh, shut down the ent- an entire country. Imagine, yeah. like, what could happen if uh, Russia or China got its hand on to it. Yeah. yeah this, uh, I also watched a YouTube video. It was a long time ago, but yeah. <laughs> it was, um, it's not just the internet that's hackable. It's what? It's what the, else? It's the power grid. It's the 
the sewage system. It's the, it's everything. It's what do you the mean government. by that? What do you mean? So I watched the, I think it was a Vice video or something yeah. like that. And it was, it talked about how they, they hacked the power system and they, they could shut down the entire U.S. grid and how, how it was so, it was so open and unsecure. Do you think that's real though? That could just be no. baloney. That could no, be it, was, it was real because it's, it's very possible to do such a thing. Two systems like these. Absolutely. Like, the FBI, like, wasn't, like, really interested in this case originally yeah. until, yeah. like, um, these scandals occurred right before the 2016 presidential election. Oh, yeah. So they thought it was, like, some foreign country trying to influence the elections. Yeah. But, like, they found out it was just some teenagers. Yeah, just some teens in, the, in their basement or something. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool, but just, um, I, I feel like this would be... I don't know. It, it doesn't seem right to me that it would be so easy, right? But if you I, if you're I'm, saying it is, that's I really that's pretty impressive. I think if you I think if you're dedicated, it's I definitely mean, doable. Uh, it's do of course it's doable. I mean these coding people think coding is is difficult. I really think if if you try to learn it, you'll learn it. It's just like another easy language you learn. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's easier than French. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You can learn it off the internet. All you need is a slow internet connection. Why slow? Like, Why do you say slow? Oh, I mean, because you don't have to have a fast internet connection. <laughs> yeah, just like any, any internet connection. <laughs> you just connection. need any internet yeah. connection. But um, would you need a like a special computer for this? I mean, if you want to get Linux, maybe. But I mean, Like an advanced computer would not necessarily make mark the difference, right? I mean, it would make it faster in some ways. You know, with a DDoS attack, if you can send more gigabytes per second, it's obviously going to yeah. be more efficient. Yeah. But like, yeah. how easy this is, it's, like, kind of raises concerns about our new, like, society. How yeah, we're, like, like putting security. technology into everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, in school, p- uh, schools are starting to use iPads instead of yeah, our school. paper. Yeah. Like, all, all, um, all, all parts of our lives are being technologized. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. I remember that, remember that incident last year with the email where yeah, yeah. it said, like, what was it like? There was an email sent... It's supposedly by the yeah. by the uh, principal. principal by the principal, but it was actually just some student, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess I guess it is it I is mean, pretty easy. If you can do that, you can take the other little step forward and you you know. Yeah, there's always up. that little jump yeah. until you get to uh, the next big step. So I think that that was a pretty good discussion. Um, we can move on to our next topic now. I think um, uh, AOL Instant Messenger that um recently uh, recently what was it? Uh, they went dark. <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to talk about how it basically uh, shaped shaped social media and how it is today. So, uh, what do you guys exactly? What do you guys think of this? Personally, I think um, I AOL was before my time. Before yeah. I used social uh, social social media. Yeah. yeah, social media. And then, so I don't remember much about it. Yeah, I think my parents used it. My parents still have the email account, but yeah. as you said, it was uh, shut down recently. Yeah, but it, it was so it was really popular, and it was sort of like this breakthrough technology i guess you could say and it was i don't know it was very impressive at the time but now we have we have a million things like this but i think that um this was really like the building block this like allowed other people to uh just build off of this and sort of create the internet that we have today so like what is aol like how did it start and what does it do so um it was i don't know around the 2000s and basically it was just so instead of uh Instead of sending like a message and waiting like a, I don't know, just a while to get it, it this was instant, uh, just like, just like it has in the name, instant messenger. And people were really excited about this because like you just send a message and then you you could get like a, a reply back like right after. So uh, it was definitely we we have a lot of this today, as I was saying. But 
just uh, at the time this was the first of its kind so I thought thought that that was really cool it's like insane to think about like uh, 20 years ago you couldn't it was so hard to communicate some, yeah. uh, to someone like 100 miles away 200 miles away but now AOL, it's easy like yeah AOL perhaps connected the world connected the United States with each other and then yeah definitely and uh, I was reading this article, like, people talking about, like, they're able to talk to their families much easier and things like that. And I, I don't know. I think it's, it was nice. It was a good thing, definitely, at the time. This, uh, this also changed, you know, how everything worked, pretty much. Because with this kind of communication, the political atmosphere with media is going to change. The government and how, you know, fake news is yeah. spread yeah. is going to be completely different. The family life is going to change. Yeah. Um... Pretty much everything, because if you can communicate instantly, yeah, um, like imagine waiting for so long, just like how like back to the yeah light the year light thing. years yeah you the know light you years. don't with with something instant you can create something better yeah you know you can yeah. share information you, new ideas are going to be created. more efficiency just uh, in the society yeah. and also do you think that there could be any there people were worried about uh, any uh, security compromises at the time back was then I, I don't think so yeah I don't think people were worried because they never it never happened how could you be worried about something that is brand new yeah. Is, is yeah however sure. like a problem with this is like if you can talk to someone with someone online yeah. why talk to them in person yeah and that's our, true uh, society today is revolving around phones or, yeah our antisocial like generation and things yeah. like that just like people always are, or are we more social than ever that's, that's <laughs> through social media yeah. through social media it's a good okay. question but um definitely i i think it's uh, it was pretty cool how this this whole thing started and i do you think that we would have the same uh internet and social media we do today if it weren't for uh, aol yes i think Messenger. we would because someone else would have done it we would have reached it anyways yeah do you think it would have been later maybe I think it'd be a lot delayed because yeah, AOL um, allowed communication, like it, uh, it allowed people to communicate. A need yeah. needed to be filled. Yeah, it, it was going to happen was, this was sooner going or later. To happen sooner or later. Because someone is, is going to find out that, oh, this is a great idea. Yeah. So I'm going to follow through. Might have been done differently, though. Yeah, might and, have been done differently. And who knows? Who knows what the internet would be like today? And AOL has not only brought joy, but it has also brought pain, you know? It, um, Why is that? Online bullying, all oh, that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's that, true, like, that's true. Trolling, um, it's only gotten worse with the rise of social media. Yeah, so I guess there are benefits and drawbacks to well, everything. Well, it's only gotten worse in social media. Pros and cons. What do you mean, the bullying? Oh, bullying. And trolling and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, trolling, yeah. okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about in general. So oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, no. no. <laughs> But yeah, uh, as we were saying, pros and cons to everything, but I think that this was definitely uh, uh, a step, um, what's it called? A step towards... Yeah, uh, just like a big step towards uh, the technology we have today. Even though AOL is gone, it won't be forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be in our minds forever. So uh, I think we can move on to our product review for today. Um, uh, Ziong, he came across this uh, drone actually online. It's a... um, Phone drone. A phone drone. So... uh, Basically, this uh, this new te- so we've been hearing a lot about like all these drones that can film and record and things like that. But these are all um just very expensive because of all the technology that has to go into it, right? The camera that's expensive, the gimbal, the stabilization technology is expensive, and just the drone itself, the thing that that's gonna fly fly the camera around, that's pretty expensive. But this thing shows us like um an alternative, I guess, a cheaper alternative where you place your phone in this uh just in in. 
in this flying thing, like, the, you put it in the thing that flies. I don't know what, what, what you cage. would call that. The in cage, the cage, the, the body, I guess the you body. could say the body. The frame of the, the, the drone. Yeah, the frame. And, and you pretty much put the computer into it. Yeah. And, yeah. And you can record. And so, yeah, like, what, what do you got to say? In most drones, like, why most drones are pretty expensive is because there's the camera software, there's yeah. the GPS software. Yeah. But the phone includes all of that. Yeah. So, like, the phone drone can be, like, pretty cheap because it doesn't need all this new software. Yeah. It can just be a cage that can fly. Yeah. I don't really like these yeah. these, these drones. I, I find them, like, they, you buy them, they, they last a little while, you... You, you forget them, about it. You, you forget, forget about it. They break, and then you know you just never buy another one because it wasn't. It's like a. It's like a. It's some kind of thing. Like a it's cheap like a toy. Fad. It's like yeah. a cheap toy. It's, yeah. I think if I was gonna get one, it would it would be a nice one. Because yeah. I wouldn't really affordable three hundred dollars. You said. Yeah. I'm. That's not very affordable. Yeah. No. And no, and, but people are but spending com- like thousands of dollars yeah, on the iPhone that, X. I well. I mean, there are the other drones as well that are more expensive, but the thing is, I, I personally, I don't think I'd invest in this because, so, let's take a look at the technology behind this. Your phone does not have any stabilization, so, like, any, like, gimbal or anything, and this drone doesn't either, so you're going to get pretty rough, like, rough, uh, shaky, uh, shaky footage, and, like, if you're paying that much, you know, you, you want to get, like, nicer, nicer stuff, right? Yeah. And yep. so, like, if you go online, like a gimbal, usually, which you find in a drone, is, like, like at least $200 for a three-axis gimbal. And, I mean, I, I don't know if it, it would be, like, it would be worth it, you know, this drone. And the drawback of this is someone could just put their phone, or, like, not even a phone. They can program their phone to be a bomb or, like, anything and just put it on the phone drone and then, boom. Like, Maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that this would necessarily make things, like, uh... More, unsafe. Yeah, unsafe, but I, I think it, in a sense, I don't know if this would make any, any money, really. The specific yeah. feature of the phone drone is you're able to program it to have a specific flight course. Yeah. So you don't have to be, you don't have to use a different phone or a different computer to manually, like, um, change directions. You can pro- program a flight course into it. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, easy to use or... But also, if you want to, this doesn't come with a controller, right? This is one of those other many drones that, um are controlled by your phone through like through an app or a program and, yeah, yeah so like if you're using your phone for the drone would you need another phone to control it right so that's I mean, also I, guess. I don't that's also this... i think annoying to, yeah. about the product but oh well <laughs> what, what are your final thoughts on this i think it's a good idea but it could be developed into something new. yeah i think yeah. it could be i think more time could have been put into this more time and thought enough. yeah good ideas aren't always they don't always work out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that's a wrap for today's episode. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, join us next week.